welcome back to the podcast. My name is Robin. And my name is Avi. We're back after a bit of a break. Woo! The reason being, well, I have to say a bit of a disclaimer, that Abby and I are both at, well, Abby's at college and I'm at university, so we actually started back last week, was it? Yes, and I've been submitting auditions, so been a bit MIA. Yes, so hopefully we can figure out a schedule where we can do our studies at home online, I might add, because of the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic. <laughs> so I've been, I received my uni offer a year ago and I still haven't been on campus. <laughs> but that's okay. I'm doing, we're, we're doing our bit to protect ourselves and yes, others. So we're not going to Dubai. That's true. I'm like summoning. Katie Franklin. Anyways, we're not here to spill the tea. We're here in this episode to talk about our top five favourite video games of all time. Oh yes, and this is going to be a banger. It is. Trying to list just five was really hard oh, for God. me. Yeah. Because I, we, we've both played a lot of video games, like without a doubt. But like putting it down to five. And obviously, uh, lots of games come on lots of different consoles, so we're not specifying it to one specific console. But I think we have, just because... Well, basically, Ali and I, we've always... We've grown up playing with all the generations of the PlayStation. We have, yeah. And the Wii, obviously. All the Wii. But, like, no, we've never been into Xbox, and I'm not trying to do an Xbox... Uh, versus PlayStation argument because you know you can play whatever you want to play, but that's just us. So all my games are for the PlayStation Four. So <laughs> what about you, Abby? Yeah, like most of my games that I've played has been on uh, PlayStation, um, PS3, and PS4. Um, we haven't got a PlayStation Five. It's too pricey. And it's very expensive. We'll wait till like the PlayStation 21 comes out, then we'll get the PlayStation 5. Exactly. <laughs> so we move. But yeah, like um I have been pl- play I've had played uh Wii games and some of the options in my top five are on it, so Oh that. right. So let's get into it. So obviously it's a top five. We're gonna go from fifth to first, mm-hmm. and yeah, it, for my fifth one, I couldn't decide which one to put. So I put two, <laughs> and I know that defeats the purpose of a top five. God, top six now. Pretty much. So my t- my fifth one is either Death Stranding or The Sims Four, oh, yeah. which is very different. Obviously, because I mean, if you've played The Sims, is The Sims. Death Stranding is a very complex. Oh god, that game is, looks so confusing. I don't get it. Essentially, you, you're just a delivery man, t- taking things to other people and trying to rebuild a futuristic America. The reason I got it is because it has Norman Reedus in it. Right. And he's 
really hot, so. But no, I love uh, uh, Hideo Kojima. I hope I'm saying that right. He uh, and Kojima Productions, they made the game and looking at the trailers and everything. But it was alright, like I wouldn't play it again. Because mm -hmm. it, it was very long. I, I actually haven't finished it. Because well. and I've gotten to the very. I've gotten to the ending and then there's like a final mission. And I just can't be honest because it literally is wait for two weeks in game. So I, I just haven't done it yet. So I'm. Yeah. But anyways, that, that's not really a spoiler, by the way. I don't need to explain The Sims 4. But what I can say is, I've spent at least £300 on that game, buying expansion perks. Yeah, you leave it like for a few weeks and then you, when you get back to it, you spend like, a whole day on it. You either... Well, there's no in-between from ignoring it for six months and then playing it for eight hours stream. Yeah. So... That's me with, with toasties. Yeah. <laughs> What's your fifth one, Abby? Do you know what? Likewise, it was like very hard for me to choose. But my number five for the OG gamers listening: Monster Inc. Scare Island on PlayStation Two. Oh my god! I am. Oh my god! PlayStation Two had some really good games. Yeah, that this game slapped. There's something about Sully and Mike scaring robot kids. <laughs> it's, it's just so good. Do you remember that? weird Barbie game I used to play for the PlayStation 2. Is that like when she was riding horses? Yeah, she was riding a horse and you could wow. like match her outfit to your horse. Brilliant. On. But honestly, Monsters Inc. Scare Island, like, if someone from PlayStation is listening to this, obviously not, but please release that on PlayStation 4. I beg you. That would be good. Imagine I the graphics. I would be first in line. like, hello, big fan here. Give me it. <laughs> So yeah, that's my five, that's my fifth one. Brilliant. Let's apologise if you can hear drinking in the background. We've just ordered a Starbucks. It's eight o'clock at night. <laughs> Venti white mocha frappuccino. You, are you mad? Yeah, Abby's treat, of course. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right, my fourth one. Technically, I'm cheating again because I'm. Here we go. But I couldn't pick just one. But it's the Watchdog series. Obviously, you've got the first one, then you had Watch Dogs 2, and now you've got Watch Dogs Legion. And there's something about just being able to be a hacker and control people that I just like. But I couldn't pick just one because I love them all. Especially the new one, Legion. Um, I've bought the season pass for that game, and they still haven't announced anything for it. So I'm thinking, have I just wasted 40 quid? But no, it's a really, I really recommend it, like, you can get all three games on the PlayStation 4. You can get Legion on PlayStation 5, if you've got that and you're listening. It's really, really good, and Legion is based in London, unlike the first two, which were in America. So I think it's it's really funny listening to, like, NPCs, like, say, like, wanker and everything. So that was my number four one, the Watchdog series. Again, cheating because I'm technically talking about three. <laughs> but anyways, Abby. My fourth one would definitely be Just Cause 2. Mm. Oh, it was on PlayStation 3. Um, 
this that game is just superb. I think it's my favorite one out of the Just Cause um, yeah, series. Yeah, I really like Just Cause too. It's the way he like Rico um, just grapples on stuff with his grappling hook, buys stuff on the black market, shoots people. I love it. Like it's just I mean, a boss game. I love it. Just Cause Four was alright. But I was personally, I wasn't a fan, but Just Cause Two, spot on, loved it. I would, I would always, always play that if I could. I had a tradition, this is really sad, but from about 2012 to 2015, I would always play it on the run up to Christmas and be done by Christmas Day. Loved it. <laughs> I remember so you do. I think maybe they have it. They've updated it, and you can have it on PlayStation Four. If that's the case, see you later. <laughs> Right, number three. Now, I actually wrote down something different, but then I had to stop the last recording of the last section because I just remembered a game that I completely forgot to write down. So the game I wrote down was The Last of Us, which in itself is a fantastic game. And the second one, I fancy Ellie. Yeah, like Ellie, if you're out there, marry me. (laughs) Honestly, her... Oof. Queen. Love her. And jo- I mean, I'm not going to spoil the game for you, but I-, I prefer the first one over the second one, though. No, no. The second one's better. Are you mad? Are you mad? <laughs> I mean, I, I don't, because I love the f- second one so much, I don't think I could play it again, because I don't want to ruin my memories of it. But I've played the first one so many times, so I would play that again. But anyways, my third choice is L.A. Noir. Which is a game by Rockstar, who made Grand Theft Auto. Mm -hmm. But it's based in 1940s, and you play a detective called Cole Phelps, who is portrayed by Aaron Staten, who was in Mad Men. I love that man so much. When he goes, doubt, I thought that. Oh yeah, extra doubt. (laughs) So I got it for Christmas for myself about two years ago. And honestly, I love it. I actually got it on my Switch. My best friend bought it for me when I bought my Switch last year. I, I was one of them people who bought a Switch in lockdown. We stand, Sophia. <laughs> we do. We love her. But honestly, it's so good. Like, if you're really into crime, like, if you watch, like, crime thrillers and documentaries and that, and you love, like, film noir and, like, kind of, like, 40s Hollywood thing... This is the game for you. Yeah, it's it, spot on. It, not only is it a really interactive story, and like you can, you are a detective. Like you look at clues, you interrogate people, and if you get it wrong, you it affects the outcome of your story. It's like a butterfly effect. Yeah, but it's just really nice to look at. Yeah. There's a scene in it where they're talking about the production of, because obviously, nineteen forties, fifties was the rise of Hollywood cinema. I'm getting into my film side, because I study film, in case you don't know. Really? Yeah, but... Because that, that in the game is set where the rise of Hollywood was peaking. Mm. They're talking about... There's a scene when they're driving and they're talking about 3D film becoming a thing. And then one of them, one of the characters is like, well, how, what, well, well, what is 3D? How would that even work? Surely the actors would just pop out with the scream and people would just run out of the theatre. Because <laughs> they don't know what f- f- 3D is, which is really funny to me. But And so many old Hollywood words. I learnt so many new words in that game. Like, I'm so sad. Anytime I, I heard a word I didn't understand, I would Google it and then screenshot the meaning <laughs> so I could learn it for myself. The more you know. 
but yeah. So I, I could talk for hours about Eleanor. And I'm just, I don't know why I didn't write it down. <laughs> Unreal. Unbelievable. What's your third one, Abby? Well, my third one, uh, it was a tough choice for my top three, but my third one is the Assassin's Creed Ezio trilogy. Okay, now, oh. that's fine. I, I'll let you off of that because I've mentioned series as well. I'm not being funny, but Assassin's Creed was brilliant with Ezio as a character. Oh, yeah. I I mean, I know it's a really big franchise. Like, you've got... What's the most recent one? Is it Valhalla? Valhalla, yeah. But I don't think I could play Assassin's Creed unless it was Ezio. No, honestly, like, it's the way that they... It's just, like, Italy's history, like... Um, and Venice and Ezio's really handsome. Florence as well. The Like, oh, it's just so much history and, like, how his family came about, how... You uh, became an assassin, like you, they'd burn your finger with a, a, a metal rod, I think. Oh yeah, and then you have to do the oath and everything. Yeah, and like when when he goes requiescat in batch, I felt that. But like honestly, yeah. his character. We don't speak Italian in case no. you haven't picked that up yet. <laughs> oh, no, I'm not even near Italian. But um... so we have Italian friends actually, and <laughs> we were telling them, oh yeah, we know Italian through Assassin's Creed. <laughs> But they like, weren't impressed. Honestly, it was just Assassin's Creed 2's like Ezio's young, and then in Brotherhood he's become he's a grown man, and in Revelations he's like old, but like it's oh, his whole life. And it is. It's like and every cutscene and like next sequence is a year or a few years forward. It is just spot but on. But the way they like what what's the thing called that Desmond gets into? Uh, the Animus. So. It's a to work out. It's like a group of like scientists in that. Are they scientists or like yeah. historian historians? Can't speak, but they use like this device. I mean, if you've played the game, you know what it is. Mm-hmm. But it's this man, Desmond, it's his ancestor. So they put him inside like this like coma state, and he can. Go back in time, yeah. And be his ancestor, who is Ezio. It's really, really scientific, actually. If you've not played the Ezio trilogy, it's on the PlayStation Store now. You can get it on PlayStation 4. Please do it. It's yeah, you can insane. get the collection. It's so good. We must add, not sponsored. Not sponsored. <laughs> no, I, wish you, I wish we were. Someone could sponsor us if you want. Hi. <laughs> but yeah, that's my third one. Now we're down to the final two. So my second one, uh, without a doubt, Heavy Rain. Oh yeah. Quantic Dream, who are the company that make Heavy Rain, their games are just exactly what I'm looking for in a game. Your choices affect your outcomes and relationships with other characters, but you don't just control one person. Like Heavy Rain, you've got Ethan, who's the main guy, Madison... Uh, Norman Jaden, who's one of the detectives, uh, and what's his name? The the, the inspector. I forget his name. <laughs> can, also, me going. Can you can you Google that? One second, we're gonna Google it. But anyways, I'll tell you more about Heavy Rain. Inspector in. Um, but basically, there's. The synopsis of the game that there's a killer about, and he, his name is Scott Shelby, and he looks like my uncle, oh, <laughs> a, a wee bit. Anyway, I'm not going to spoil it for you because obviously, but 
there are so many endings. The basic synopsis is there's a killer who... He's called the origami killer because his calling card is that he leaves an origami figure where his victims die. And he always drowns them in rainwater. So that's why it's called heavy rain, right? You get it? And then... So basically, Ethan, his child, gets kidnapped by the killer. And he... Madison, who is a journalist slash investigator, Norman Jaden, who is with the police, and Scott Shelby, who is the detective hired to catch the killer, all their stories and characters are intertwined in a big web trying to figure out who the killer is. And it maybe even might be one of them, depending on how your story plays out. And it's so, so interesting. Like, I... Every time I've played it, I've always kind of got the same ending because I don't like to kill my, off my characters. Like, I'm the sort of person who gets really sad if I have a bad dialogue line oh, in a game. Too. Like, if I offend a character, I'm like, oh god, I shouldn't have said that. But no, Quantic Dream are great. Like, I was going to put their game Beyond Two Souls on this list uh, with Willem Dafoe and Elliot Page, but... I think I like Heavy Rain a bit more than that. In this house we stand Elliot Page. We do. We respect him. King. We love him. We're so proud of him. Uh, Elliot, if you want to come on the podcast, just let us know. DM me, bruv. <laughs> right, I'm going to stop talking Let Abby tell her second one. My second one. Again, it was a tough choice to uh, put these in order. My second one is the infamous series with uh, Cole as the character. So infamous and then infamous too. Um, so it's, you're having too many series in your list. Oops. Up. Well, I mean, says me, but. <laughs> but yeah, this game was on PS3. Um, basically, it's and then a, there's infamous Festival of Blood as well. Festival of Blood as well. Yes. Uh, basically, if you've not played infamous, there's a guy called Cole. And his city of Numeray gets like blown up, basically, essentially, or like as a tsunami. And then uh, there's basically it's like an apocalypse has happened, and then the city that you play in is like the aftermath of that. Yeah. So then, and I don't know how. Yeah, he gets this power, and he becomes like a human, like electric bolt, so he can shoot electric. Yeah, I think, is it not surgery? And he wakes up and he has powers. He wakes up and he's got a blue ball coming out of his hand. And then he's fighting this group of terror, like, basically terrorists called the Reapers. And they're in, like, red hoodies. And then there's so many challenges you've got to do and, like, to fight people. And you either have a choice to become a hero, which is your blue bolts, or evil, which is your red. Um, So, yeah, like... Like what I said, your choices affect the outcome. Absolutely. Because so you can either be a good guy or a bad guy. I've always stuck to being the hero. And I think the most memorable moment in game for me, uh, in the first one, was um, Kessler, who is um, Cole's greatest enemy. Isn't Hank- he like the leader of the Reapers or something? Yeah, he's, he's creepy as. So he's like on top of this huge building, he's a really tall building, and he's got all these innocent people round, and there's like a bus full of um, uh, what you think is uh, innocent people, and then a bus full of reapers, and you've got the choice of like who you decide to go for. So you obviously go for the the civilians, but when you get close- Is this to save them? Yeah. Not to get rid of them? <laughs> well, yeah. It's like, you obviously go for the civilians, and then when you get to the top, 
Kessler like cuts the rope and they all fall down and then one of the victims um, unbeknownst to Cole is his wife Trish and she like falls to her death and he like zaps spoiler her. alert guys sorry, sorry. <laughs> I mean it is quite an old game isn't it he so. zaps her alive and she just like has enough in her to tell him that she's proud of him she loves him and then I she remember just that. passes I th- away I swear you started crying. I died. Honestly, I died with her. I was like, oh my god. Infamous is a really good series, though. It like, is, yeah. Se- Second Son was really good. Yeah, and I think my, I think for the second with one... With Delson. And then yes. they had the other one, Infamous First Light. Mm. And I loved Second Son. Like, I've played it a few times. But I remember we, were, we had the game and I was playing it. And then we lost the disc. And we found it. And I, like hadn't played I couldn't complete the game for like a year and a half and then yeah. we found it I think it was in like one of our Wii games yeah, cases boxes, yeah so remember to always put your discs back in the right boxes Robin's adding me with that sentence yes <laughs> I would just I, my entire room is just well this is we're gonna sound like right poshals here but we're not we have a a games room yes <laughs> but basically me and Abby's rooms at the back of the house and it's like an extension, so in between our rooms, there's like a lounge, giant hallway entryway thing. So we just have our TV in here. So many discs on the floor. Yeah. So I'm always like, Ali, can you please put it away? Mm-hmm. And <laughs> to round off that second choice, Infamous 2, my favourite but scariest part of the thing, you're fighting this big, like, 700 foot... Oh yeah, he's massive. Called the beast, and every cutscene it says the beast is like ten meters away from Numeray. And honestly, I die every time that comes up on my screen. It's so scary. But please, if you've not played that game and you've got a PS3, buy it. It might even be available for PS4, maybe as a downloadable. Maybe. I think PS Now you get it's very laggy. Let's just be real. Yeah, here. PS Now you need to have a really strong internet connection for that. But yeah, unlike us. <laughs> So get on that, and I hope you enjoyed my second choice. <laughs> now we're down to our top game I'm of ready all time. For this. Oh, this was a very easy choice for me. Um, Same. Basically, I said about Heavy Rain being made by Quantic Dream. Quantic Dream, a few years ago, released a game called Detroit Become Human. And I don't think I have loved the game more than this. Basically, it's... Uh, it's Detroit obviously, in the US, but it's a world where androids exist and they exist amongst humans, but some androids have been going rogue, or deviant as it's known, and going against their owners. Like, say, you can have androids who are, like, maids in your house and they look after your kids, but they've been going rogue and hurting their owners and basically trying to start a revolution. And you control three androids. There's Connor, who's a detective. He works with the police to try and find out why all these androids are going rogue. Kara, who is an android who looks after a family and she isn't keen on this wee girl's dad because he always abuses his daughter. And then there's Marcus, who was like, he's a carer for an old man and this old man's son absolutely hates androids and always pushes him about and says you're just a machine you're not a son to my dad he doesn't love you and stuff 
So he is one of the first androids to start the revolution. But, oh my god, I could talk about this for ages. Abby knows how much I love this game. Absolutely. But not only do I love the game, I love the story. I'm obsessed with, like, the idea of androids and robots and, like, science fiction and that. It's very, like, it reminded me a lot of Blade Runner, basically. And I love Blade Runner. And the whole storyline, like, your, your choices affect your outcomes, relationship with characters. If a character dies, that's it. Like, they don't come back to life. So if you accidentally pick a wrong choice and kill off your character, that's it. Like, the game just continues without it. So there are so many endings. I've always got on a good ending. But if I accidentally kill off the character, I just quit the game and restart because I'm like, nah, I want them all alive. I've only managed to keep everybody alive, including characters that you can't play as, but are in the scene, uh, alive once. But I have accidentally killed off a few people at the end. What you like. <laughs> but it is such a good game. But the thing is with Quantic Dream, they will never make a sequel to it. They don't do that with their games. And there's so many people like, oh, can we have Detroit Become Human too? But they're like, no. Hashtag scam. But not only, like I said, I love the game and everything about it, but I love the actors as well. Mm-hmm. Like, um, Marcus is played by Jesse Williams. Kara is Valerie Curry, who was in Twilight, my tyad. <laughs> and Connor is played by Brian Decker, who I love. His wife, Amelia, is actually in the game as well, which I think is fantastic. And one of the other detectives in the game, who you work with as Connor, is Hank Anderson. Grumpy bastard, but if you can, I've always wanted, I always have a good relationship in the game because I don't want him to be my enemy. Uh, he's played by Clancy Brown, who's the voice of Mr. Krabs, which I think is hilarious. I know, we stand a, a king, but he's also, he's, he's been in everything. And I just, the thing about Quantic Dream is they always pick such good actors to play in their games. So, yeah, I'm going to stop talking because I've been talking for ages about this. So, Abby, what's your top game? My top one, my favourite game of all time, and I am not at all afraid to admit this, Super Mario Galaxy 1 and 2. Wow. Oh my god. That is the that is Nintendo's best game they have ever introduced to this, this console. I, I, can, I can go on for hours about how much I love this game. How many times have I played it? About five, seven, a billion? Oh, I couldn't count, honestly. Oh, <laughs> it's just so good. Like, in Super Mario Galaxy 1, like, you get all... You fight Bowser. He's a raging Tory. <laughs> like, you just get all these grand stars, and then... He probably you, would vote Tory, to would, be honest. He would, would, yeah. And, like, you get all these grand stars, and then in this powers up the starship that Rosalina owns with her little loomers, which are little stars. Oh, they're so oh. cute. They are so cute. Like, oh my god, I'd die for more. So, like, every star you get powers up this uh, starship, yeah? And it's, like, different levels. Like, a kitchen, a bedroom. It's fantastic. Fantastic. Because you have to restore power to it because Bowser took it away. Yeah. And then in Super Mario Galaxy 2, you do the same challenges. You fight Bowser, get your grand stars... Um, save Princess Peach. Save, yeah. And then in the end of the... Spoilers if you've not played this. 
Right? Sorry about spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> that at the end of the, the game, you see Rosalina again, and I remember the exact moment that happened, I screamed. I actually have video evidence of me greeting. Honestly, I walked into to the room and she was playing it and she was sitting on the floor crying. I was. I was like, is everything okay? Does somebody die? I'm like, and no, I just I just completed the game. Literally. And this was like three days before my graded unit assessment for my college was due in. <laughs> yeah, so obviously she's got her priority set up. But yeah, I'll have to admit I got a B for my HNC just to put that out there. But those games made my life. Like, they are just incredible. I'd never get bored playing them. Every level is a challenge, but it's fun. And I mean, it's targeted. No offense, but it's targeted at children, so it, it wouldn't. It can't be too hard. I'll be playing that when I'm 36. I don't care. But no, some of the challenges are really difficult. Yeah, you've got to think. Like you've got to really think. And once you think about it, it becomes a lot more simpler than you think. Oh. Yeah, you think like, oh, how what how is that difficult? It's just so good. <laughs> I are. Oh, I could literally go on for hours. We'd literally, me as well with my choice. Honestly, if you've not, if you, please, if you've not played this game, get it. It is absolutely impeccable. And I, I think have no you, faults. I think you can get it in CEX for like fifty p. <laughs> get it. Spend that fifty pence. Yes. But not uh, quite recently. It was released for the Nintendo Switch. Uh, legal reasons. I'm buying that. <laughs> I actually have it because they released, uh, what was it? I think it was Super Mario All-Stars and you have, you've got um, Super Mario that was on the N64. Another one, which I can't remember the name of, and Super Mario Galaxy. So I bought that game. Um, I've not actually, I've played it once. I didn't get very far because I'll admit I got a bit bored. <laughs> but like I said, like at the very start of the podcast I bought a Switch impulsively during lockdown one of them people everybody yeah but I got it for Animal Crossing because I hadn't played Animal Crossing since like about 2007 I had it for my DS back in the day and I hadn't played it since so when they announced New Horizons I was like oh my god I need it so after much convincing again uh, by my best friend I was like okay Fine, I'll do it. Spending I'll my right then. spending my furlough well, and I've only got three games for it. Look, I've not got many games, but no, it's it's handy. So gonna yeah. gonna hide it now that Abby knows I've got Super Mario Galaxy for it. <laughs> if your Switch goes missing, it wasn't me. Um, but yeah, that is by far my most favourite game in the entire world. Like, if you get me that for Christmas, I love you. Even though you have a copy, I have it again. Just, just have one. Just I'll have it again in a every box. Yeah, frame year. it. Yep, spot on. I'm really excited. Oh, spot on. Right. Oh, we've been talking for like half an hour. Time flies when you're having fun. Honestly, I think I'm, I, this kind of episode style is quite good just talking. and That's what podcast is all about. And we, we appreciate, appreciate you. <gasps> we said that at the same time. Yeah, we really appreciate you all listening to these. It does more than you think. Even if it's just in the background, if you're doing something else, if you're doing your dishes, having your dinner. Um, we love you all. We appreciate your support. Always, if you're wanting to, you can reach us on Twitter with suggestions. At uh, Twinning It Pod. On, yes, Twinning It Pod, not Twinning It Podcast. 
to I... our 1% listener in India, we love you! Yes, we were checking our analytics before we recorded. 1% of our audience is in India. Big so... up India, wagwan! <laughs> so, yeah, thank you very much for listening, and we should have a normal schedule starting from today. Without a doubt, yeah. With university and everything. It's very stressful working from home. I don't know how I used to do it. Like, see in high school, so when we... um. Had nine till half three. Nine till half mad. three. I can barely get up out of bed for a one hour lesson. Yeah, me. <laughs> like, how do we do it? Anyways, I'm going to stop talking now. Thank you very much for listening. Take care of yourselves in this pandemic. As always, thank you for listening and watch this space. Bye, guys. Bye.